Faith and Reason Podcasts, new media for the new evangelization from Franciscan University of Steubenville. Find more at faithandreason.com. You're listening to Barbara Nicolosi, founder and chair emeritus of Act One Incorporated and co-founder of Catharsis LLC, and Vicki Peterson, screenwriter and co-founder of Catharsis LLC, giving a talk entitled Being Catholic in Hollywood Today. This talk is part of the communication arts series at Franciscan University of Steubenville. What I want to start with is the lay of the land in, this, in the entertainment industry right now, um, specifically the Hollywood-based entertainment industry and how it's changed. Uh, because there really is a sea change going on in the industry, which is mostly hopeful, I think. Um, and a, a huge part of that is that the generations are changing. So, you know, the boomers are aging out. You know, someone say at last, thank God, whatever. But anyway, no. You know, the boomers who have been basically the principal drivers of the entertainment industry uh, since the mid-70s, early mid-70s, uh, are finally, you know, they're, they're stepping down. And the millennial and the young Gen X world is stepping up. And so you're seeing a transition in storytelling based on the different, you know, the differences in the generations. And I find it quite striking. Um, and so we can talk specifically about what that means. But I think that in some ways you can say that the boomer generation was greatly characterized by, uh, by rebellion, you know, by the individual self-expression, the need for individual self-expression. Uh, I, I see the, the new generation coming up much more concerned with community, um, much more concerned with some fundamental questions. You know, the boomers, a lot of them, especially the secular a creative class, they were very concerned in not, uh, not having their voice conditioned by things like the church, you know, organized religion. And you see the new generation, so you know, consequently what that meant was transcendence was kind of off limits in mainstream entertainment. The younger generation coming up, very open to conversations about transcendence. That's new, and it's quite encouraging. And you see a lot more stories about saving the world, wanting to save the world, wanting to create change, wanting to um, uh, grow and build compassion for um, global uh, causes, and I think that's very much a millennial um, thing that we're seeing coming through the system now um, mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, as a change to the boomer, boomer shows. Mm -hmm. Although I would say that we still have a lot of, of boomer-driven content mm -hmm. um, happening right now with um, in the theaters and yeah we, we call, call them boomer, boomers behaving badly movies yeah, right? yeah. You know. so it's all the movies about you know the 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 aging parents who go to their kids college and raise a ruckus and yeah. um, the 70 year old gray hairs who go to vegas and party hardy you yeah know? and it's yeah, yeah. like really you know yeah, but um so, anyway so yeah. uh, give them 20 still, years and they'll yeah that'll be gone there yeah, yeah. <laughs> um another thing that's different is when i first came to hollywood in 1996 it was very rare to meet a female executive executive in, these, in this, um, the creative arena. Uh, the development executives, the creative development executives at the studios and production companies, they were almost all white men. I find now that you are, you are much more liable to be pitching to a female creative executive uh, in, in many, many places. And uh, it's particularly in television you see that. You know, we just had, last yeah. week, the whole industry was stunned because um, the most powerful woman in the industry, Ann Sweeney, who runs, uh, he r runs the ABC the, the, the television ABC network, yeah. she just announced she's stepping down. 
And the industry went crazy. It's like, what do you mean you're stepping down? She's like, I'd like to try directing. And then nobody can wrap their brain around that, you know? But she's like, you know, I've done this. I've done it for a while. I've done it well. You know, I'd like to try something new. And so the whole, everybody's head exploded. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> you know? But, um, but anyway, uh, so one of the things that's interesting about that is that women tend to be interested in the human element of a story, uh, the personal dynamics, and they want to hear about the emotional, uh, you know, the human cost, the emotional side of the story. And so they're much less willing to kind of just be sold on, well, then we're going to make the bridge explode. And then we're going to make, yeah. you know, 40 people like jump off roofs and then jump out of planes. And, you know, they're going to, the women executives tend to be like, yeah, well, what's the heart here? You know, why do I care um, uh, there? So that's another thing that's changing in the industry. And, um, and I think, you know, this is also a hopeful thing, yeah. diversity. Well, and a good mm -hmm. 20 years ago, um, Christians in Hollywood were very much in the closet. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it, it, you know, there were secret societies, basically, for the Christians in Hollywood who would who'd get together. And Barbara's going to talk a little bit about some of those earlier groups. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it, it was not okay to share your faith. It was not okay to say, you know, out loud that you were a Christian in, in Hollywood. And, and that has changed tremendously um, in the last several years. Yeah, no, I, I I remember when we when I first came to Hollywood, there were a lot of Catholics in the business, but they were Catholics who were, uh, you know, very much part of the secular industry. They they were not as on the whole, the Catholics in the industry didn't see a problem with anything that was going on in Hollywood. They were very much, you know, like look people like Martin Scorsese. You know, um, these these are people that are the fabric of the industry. You know, the Coppolas, et cetera. They 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 don't think there's a problem. They would completely wed themselves to the industry. But then there were, when, you, when, you, when you had people who were concerned about the moral climate in the country and the, 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 the storytelling that was coming out of Hollywood, uh, there, was no, there was just not that many of us. And we had this group called Intermission. And pretty much uh, Intermission was a group that would meet monthly in Hollywood, and it was secret, secret group. You, know? it was, uh, you weren't allowed to talk about it. You weren't allowed to do press there and everything. And, and basically, everybody was afraid of a blacklist. That's how much prejudice there was. But I remember pretty much everybody who would come to intermission for the first time would look around the room and see 250 other, you know, seriously happy, you know, Catholics or happy Christians, right? People that, that believed all that stuff. As one journalist asked me, do you believe all that stuff? And I was like, yeah, I believe all that stuff. But anyway, you know, <laughs> and people would start to cry because they'd be like, I thought I was the only one. And now I'm seeing there's, there's a whole bunch of us out here, but we're all here secretly. And so... That's changed considerably now. I mean, Act One was part of that. I think, yeah. you know, Act One has brought, we've, we've had 800 young people go through our program, and of those, a good third are working on the ground. You know, we've had 30 writers on TV shows. We've, had, we've, got, we've got a couple of big features coming out this summer written by our students, and there have been others. But uh, the movie Blended, by the way, it's coming out, Drew Barrymore and um, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is written by an Act One alum. It's coming out in May. Mm -hmm. um, it's our first real big, big studio feature from the Act One community, but there will be more. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, we'll have several of our students, our alumni, that are pitching TV shows right now and actually have a couple going into pilots, which is amazing uh, for this size program. So things have changed. It's not just Act One, but Act One has definitely been part of it, of putting people on the ground in the industry such that if you came into the town and said, I have a meeting to pitch a script at Lionsgate, you could put that out into the Act One community on the community board and say, who's at Lionsgate that I should know? What's at, 
and there'll be three or four of our students that are there and they'll be like, okay, who are you pitching to? We'll tell you what's on his desk and you know, we'll come and, and meet you there and show you around and it, it's very wonderful. We After The Passion, Narnia and Lord of the Rings, what we started finding was that Christian audiences started saying, oh, well not all movies are bad. Movies aren't innately bad. And so there's been this kind of an openness now to people saying to us, okay, but now the next thing is we're going to be, we're going to make little Christian movies in our little Christian pocket because we want it to be pure. Mm -hmm. well, and that would be fine if we all had talent, but we don't <laughs> or not enough. We don't yeah. have talent and experience. So we have to work with the pagans. God has made it that way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Um, okay, so the last thing is, what's going on now? Okay, we have Son of God opened last month. Noah is coming Noah's up. Noah's opening two weeks. Yeah. Huge blockbuster with Russell Crowe in the lead, mm -hmm. Darren Aronofsky, $115 million studio film, Noah. Then we have Exodus coming later in the year by Ridley Scott, another $125, $150 million movie about Moses. There's Pontius Pilate coming out with Brad Pitt, you know, don't, don't see, tell you them. you want to see that but, just know. when you say Pontius Pilate and Brad Pitt. Yeah, don't, don't you, you want to see it? Just like, yeah, yeah you know, it. don't tell Brad, but Pontius Pilate's actually a bad guy, you know. <laughs> but, um, uh, and then we have Mary, Mother of Christ, the movie I wrote, which I think this week is called Mary. It's back to being called Mary. And that's being shot this summer in Morocco. So what is going on? I'll, I think this is what's going on. And, um, and uh, it's that Hollywood is out of ideas. They're just out of story ideas. Um, and because the industry is really owned now, the studios are all owned by multinational global corporations. They're completely risk averse. They just want to make money. So they want a product to sell that's safe. So they always want name recognition. My husband and I were watching Double Indemnity a few weeks ago, and my husband said to me, you know what, you never see Double Indemnity at the movie theater, or a movie like it. Yeah, I don't know if, how many of you know what Double Indemnity is. A pox on you, a pox on you. All right, how many of you older <laughs> people know what Double Indemnity is? All right, yeah. very good. Everybody over 40, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Double Indemnity is a classic film noir, probably the classic film noir directed by Billy Wilder, Barbara Stanwyck, and Fred McMurray. It's, it's, it, is, it really defines the genre of film noir. Anyway, what I'm saying is, it was a movie for grown-ups, that wasn't obscene, really clever, you know, nothing exploding. It was just a smart uh, movie that you don't see get made that much anymore, right? Because if anybody went in and tried to pitch that movie today, they would say, Where's the sizzle? Where, yeah, where's yeah. the sizzle? But they'd also say, who, who's, who knows about this that's going to go see it? Yeah. It's like, nobody, I just made it up in my head. Get out of my office. Yeah. I, I want things to have a built-in audience. So the Bible does, huh? like these are famous name brand stories the second thing hollywood wants is the number one thing it can do today that it's so enthralled by is special effects we can basically do anything now with cgi we can we can do any world that that before mm -hmm. things that you know and you're like oh you can never make that movie because we couldn't we couldn't make that world appear yeah you can put a tiger in a boat you can put a tiger in a boat look at life of pi you know 85 percent of the shots from life of pi were computer generated images of that tiger yeah and nobody could tell so the bible stories are very suited to the kind of things hollywood wants to do epic 
expensive. Oh, and you mean we can make the water separate? You know, we can make someone in a flying chariot? We can make, you know, we can make what? You, tell, you name it, you know. Uh, the walls of Jericho fall down, or in Noah, we can make a flood cover the whole world. Cool. All right, so what you're seeing is they're not turning to the Bible out of any particular sense of devotion or any real renewed spirituality. It's like they're epic, they have name recognition, they have an established audience, and they need the kinds of effects that Hollywood has mastered right now. Mm -hmm. So they are the kind of thing the industry is turning to. Um, now, we're gonna see what happens. You know, Noah is very, very controversial because they, they, it's been so con they made so many changes in the story that Paramount actually is putting a disclaimer on the ads. Yeah. And the disclaimer is, this movie is not really based on the Bible, just inspired by the Bible. Yeah. You tell me what the difference is, huh? But all of these people, you know, Aronofsky said, you know, he was godless, and his god is narrative filmmaking. And he's the director of Noah. The director of Exodus, Ridley Scott, said, every problem in the world has its source in organized religion. <laughs> this is... This is the guy making um, Exodus, right? You know, so you have a problem here because they're going to have to put their slant on the story. Faith and Reason Podcasts. New media for the new evangelization from Franciscan University of Steubenville. Find more at faithandreason.com.